You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Good Friday morning, everybody. I am Glenda Geek in Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for Friday, March 3rd, episode 3126, brought to you today by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, Horse World. It's Friday, and another weekend of riding is a few short hours away. Jamie and Glenn are here to help you make it through the day with some fun guests and some really bad ads. Enjoy the show. Well, good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. Jamie, thank you for joining us, even though you're still sick. We appreciate you doing I am. I like to describe it as a functionally sick. Oh, well, good. Don't touch me. My body hurts. Like I, uh, but I'm able to do stuff. We well, actually so. sound better than Wednesday. Wednesday, <laughs> so oh, sounded pretty rough. <laughs> well, today on the show, by listener request, we have Luke Gingrich, who's joining us to talk about his amazing reigning freestyle that's gone viral. It's funny. This one was from 2021, but the video is going around again, kind of like the scooter video from all those years ago. Plus, speaking of scooter, we challenged listeners a couple of weeks ago to come up with a signature cocktail drink for Scooter, and Auditor Kelly rose to the challenge with one that she is calling the Kinky Pony. So that's our recipe of the week. Plus, we have some really bad ads coming up on today's show as well. I wanted to remind everybody that tomorrow we're going to be over at the World Equestrian Center. We're having a listener meetup at their All for the Horses Expo. We're going to be doing it at noontime at Ralph's Burgers, which is straight across from the Expo Center, where, where you're going to be, by the way, if you're going, you're going to be in Expo Center 1. There's five. So Expo Center 1, and you're going to walk straight out of the front door, cross the street, by the huge indoor arena with the purple seats, and there's Ralph's, and we're going to meet there. It's the closest restaurant to the Expo Center. Also, the Thursday night of Equine Affair in Ohio in April, listeners are organizing a dinner, and they're going to be announcing that shortly. But if you're going to be going to Equine Affair in Ohio and you want to get together with other listeners, they're organizing that. It's going to be on Thursday night. Uh, and then we'll be doing three recording sessions of Horses in the Morning. We'll be doing it on the floor, so you'll be able to come by and say hi and watch and or, or join in the show, hop on for a couple of minutes. I'll be doing that with Allison, who works with Equine Affair. So we'll be doing that there as well. Uh, And I think that's all the announcements I have for now. So let's get to some Daily Winnies. We have a couple of... We have four auditor birthdays today, Jacqueline, Leslie, Megan, and Cade. Plus, so happy birthday to all of you. Cade, we haven't heard from you lately. What you been up to? Dude, he stay away. (laughs) He just picks on me. That's true. He does like picking on you. Also, congrats. I wanted to do this on Wednesday and forgot. Auditor Anna and her new baby. We have a new little baby horse girl and a brand new auditor in the world. So congratulations to Anna and your adorable baby. I'm Uh, not jealous that you had a little girl at all. Not at all. (laughs) Did you see the pictures of Anna's little baby? It's so cute. It's very cute. Well, yesterday was a big day for Jack, my new old horse. So I decided he's now really kind of like gotten into the routine. I can catch him. So I, because Jack is this old horse that came to me, not very affectionate, just kind of stoic, but now I can walk up and and catch him. And so I decided to turn him out in the 15 acre pasture and set him free, but we had some rain coming, so I blanketed everybody. And so his blanket is this ginormous purple blanket. It was on clearance, and that's how my my barn colors are clearance. So I turned him out in the field. The rain's coming. I, I, I'm up in the house, and I look down, and I'm like, where's Jack? 
I can't find him. All the horses are out on the round bill and he's not out there. There's five other geldings that he's now out with out in a big field. And he, I can't find a purple blanket anywhere. So I'm like, all right, I got to go find him. I, I mean, what, what happened? Uh, he had made his way out of the 15 acre pasture and made his way up to the barn and was in the barn in a stall. Oh, you <laughs> he, have a new Zeus. <laughs> he, he, he didn't escape. There is access to the barn, but like, he was like, I'm not doing this. I'm not being, it's too much space. There's other horses. I, I just, no, I'm just going to stay up here in the stall. I'm comfortable here. So yeah, I, I, I was like panicked for quite some time. I'm like, get the ranger. I'm driving out in the rain, looking through the fields. I'm like, oh my God, you know, the worst things happen in your brain, which is like this horse died in the field and he's laying somewhere. I got to find him. He's in a ditch, you know, the, again, um, do you have that sounder that Chad made about my unnecessary anxiety? Oh, I do not today. Yeah, because I'm sorry. that would be the appropriate <laughs> time to play it because I then freak out that my horse is laying dead in a ditch somewhere and turns out he's just in the barn. He's like, no, I'm not, I'm not playing with those children. So he was in the <laughs> too barn. Too old for this. I'm too old for this. <laughs> so I think he'll be relocating to the paddock because he did not seem super happy to be out in the big field, but we'll keep working on it. <laughs> Well, uh, speaking of anxiety, geez, I looked at the radar just before we did the show this morning, and the storms that hit you are now hitting the middle part of the country, and wow, there's there were four tornadoes I counted at about 10 o'clock this morning oh, when man. I looked, uh, and they were all over. They were from, from Mississippi all the way into Ohio, so there's a big storm. Everybody be careful out there today. I know that it's supposed to continue all day, be really bad, so we're wishing you all the best and, and hoping you stay safe like Jamie did the other day. So on Wednesday after the show, I we headed over to move our horses to a new boarding stable. And I know some of you are new listeners or or you haven't heard the shows in a while, but uh, the reason we're moving is the farm we were at we're at is closing. So they're changing gears. They're actually going to make it into a more of an equestrian campground than a boarding facility, which was really sad because we had direct access to the thousands of miles of trails and all of that. Uh, so it, oh, so they weren't even selling it. They're just repurposing mm, it. They're repurposing it. Do you ever think that maybe it was just, you know, you? <laughs> you know what it is, is you can rent down here. You can get $1,000, $1,500 a month to park your camper in a parking spot. And all the campers have to take care of their own horses. Boarding stable, you have to do all the care, right? So I think they went, hmm, we can add 20 more spots, you know, bring in 30, 40 grand a month and not have to take care of horses. That's actually pretty smart. Yeah, it's, you know, once you that. run those initial sewer lines and electric lines, you're done. <laughs> so uh, it's not a bad idea. And right now you can't find camping spots in the winter here, in the especially with horses uh, down in Florida at all. They're just gone. So he can get big bucks. Yeah, I, it, you know, it was a smart business move. Not so good for us. But we did find a cute little place right across the street, literally across the street. And uh, we, we actually loaded the horses up and took all the stuff and moved them all over on Wednesday after the show. And this is a, she's going to board horses, but it's mostly just their own place. It's about 12 acres, I think. Uh, but it's mostly just their own place. A couple that moved down here from Utah, super nice couple. And uh, they're so excited just to have a couple of boarders. And so we moved them over there and there's a lot of grass. The we had rain about a week ago and the grass just shot up and it's ultra green and Ooh, Scooter's so happy. <laughs> he's in his muzzle. So that he hasn't seen a muzzle in about two years because he has been on a dry lot before. Well, mm -hmm. not dry lots anymore. So they're very you know, they're small paddocks, they're not huge, but they're full of grass. So Scooter had to go out with his muzzle and likes Typical scooter style, hackney pony style. He, you know, he knows he can eat through the muzzle, but it just pisses him off. Yeah. So he walks for 20 minutes, which is good. He needs the exercise. So he, he'll pace for 20 minutes and then stop and eat for 15 and then pace for 20 minutes and stop and eat for 15. He just is pissed about it. So in a way, that's good because he's getting more exercise and he's only getting a little bit of grass. But Nigel, on the other hand, who needs the calories, is in heaven. <laughs> he is in heaven. And as I said, these people are super sweet and uh they love they love Scooter and Nigel. So I think it's gonna work out well. There's a there's about 
25 to 30 acres that we can drive and ride around in between the paddocks because they have really wide uh, space in between the paddocks. It was built, I think, originally as a thoroughbred farm. So they put wide spaces in between the paddocks. Lots of easements and stuff. Yeah. So we can drive all around there and we can still get to, we can still get to the trails, but we have to cross the semi busy road. And, you know, we we rode and drove on roads in our old neighborhood, but you know how it is when you're crossing busy roads. There's a wide berm. We can drive in the, you know, drive and ride in the grass way off the road. But when you go to cross, that always makes Jennifer nervous. She's in her younger years before I met her. She was hit by cars twice while riding. Oh, God. Yeah. So she she obviously has a little anxiety when crossing busy roads. Um, and the one time landed her in the hospital, I think. So, uh, you know, she, she has some anxiety about that. But I think, you, you know, the horses are fine. They've seen cars all, the, all their lives. So we'll see how, we'll see when the first time we go across the road is. We'll have to, we'll have to play that one by ear. But I think it's going to be great. It's very quiet. It sits back a ways and there's a, just a couple of farms back there. It's beautiful and very quiet. So for those of you that were wondering how the horses are doing, they're doing terrific. I think Jennifer has pretty much lived there since we moved them. Um, for some reason, horse girls have anxiety when they move their horses. I don't know. That's oh, totally. <laughs> it's yeah. a thing. Especially to a new boarding stable. I think there's extra anxiety in that. I have anxiety turning a horse out into a different pasture, Glenn. <laughs> I'm like, oh, these people are nice. That'd be fine. <laughs> be good. It won't be a problem at all. I'm fine with it. And she's like over there morning, noon, and night. But they're doing great. They're actually being stalls now. They've been turned out uh 24-7, pretty much. Uh, but they'll be in stalls part of the day, which in the summertime here is not a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited about it, actually. Now we're it's about twice as much as the last one. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's And uh, that's why those people are changing their business model. Exactly. Obviously, the last one didn't work. Well, we're going to get to our first guest, uh, Luke Gingrich, who was, by the way, Gingrich was, we had more Gingriches than Smiths in our school growing up. Um, He's joining us today, and he's a rainer, and he had his horse, Chloe, and did an amazing freestyle performance at Congress, uh, and he rode bridleless, and it was the 2021 Reserve Champion at the Congress Open Freestyle Reining. We had lots of listener questions that I'm going to ask him today about how you how you do a freestyle, how you pick the music, how, how, do, how do you build it? So we're going to talk about that with Luke today, and then coming up a little later, speaking of Scooter, we're going to get... The Kinky Pony Recipe. You hear a familiar whinny as you walk up to the barn. Her adorable face pops out over the stall, ears pricked in your direction. She snuffles you for a treat. Her soft lips gently brush against your palm as the treat disappears. She hangs her head close to yours as you share a quiet moment. You kiss her on the nose. The softness of her downy muzzle and the wonderful smell of horse fills your senses. The feeling you get when you kiss your horse. True love. This feeling is brought to you by Elevate. Fight back against vitamin E deficiencies that can cause muscle soreness, nerve dysfunction, and poor immune response. Elevate was developed to provide a highly bioavailable source of natural vitamin E to horses. It maintains healthy muscle and nerve functions, so horses are more likely to perform better and recover faster after training or competing. The horse that matters to you matters to us. Well, hey, Luke, thanks for joining us today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. So, listener, we love when listeners request people to be on, and we had a lot of requests for you to be on, and it's because that video of the 2022 Reserve Champion at the Freestyle Reigning at Congress, and uh, your horse, Chloe, and it just, people fell in love with Chloe. But first of all, you know, when you have a horse that color... Uh, that's every little girl's dream, right? <laughs> oh my God, he's, she's a Barbie dream horse. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we had, this is kind of deja vu for us, because we had Stacy Westfall on after her bridalist ride all those years ago, after mm-hmm. it went viral. That's how long we've been doing this show. Wow. Um, and that's she's awesome. been on a number of times since then, and her and Jesse and stuff. And I want to, 
you in your post back when you posted this video, you I don't want to read what you said. You said, I want to thank Jesse and Stacy Westfall, two of the my most influential mentors, for inspiring me, for being so willing to invest in me, and for always supporting and encouraging me, and for modeling what it looks like to live with integrity and to always put your horse first. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's amazing because we know them and they've been on mm-hmm. the show a number of times and Stacy's a friend of mine. So when you wrote that, it was like, yes, that's that's them, right? Exactly, yes. Have, have you, how did you start with them? How did you? Yeah, so that's, that's an awesome question. So I I have, Stacy has been an inspiration to me for years since I had dreams of showing in the freestyle way back, you know, when I was a kid. Um, and I didn't have access to a lot of trainers personally. So I watched online training videos, um, and I watched, um, some of her, uh, training DVDs. Um, and then long story short, I got connected with the man that actually owned, um, Roxy, the black mare that Stacy's bareback and bridalist freestyle was on. Um, and I was showing with him at a, at some local shows, um, and he connected. I found out that, of course, he knows Jesse and Stacy. And I asked if I could take lessons with them. He connected me um, with them. And so that's how I was able to go start riding with them back in 2017. Um, and it has really just grown from there. They've become, yeah, as I said, some of my closest friends and mentors and have been major influences on um, my horsemanship. And so, yeah, it's been, it's been, they're, they live about an hour and a half for me currently here in Ohio. So we do quite a bit together. Will you tell them we said hello? Okay. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> Will do. So tell us a little bit about Chloe. Now, Chloe is the horse that you rode in this video. And we'll post a link to the video in our show notes as well. Um, and we're going to talk about it being a bridalist ride and how that came about. But tell us where did Chloe come from? Mm-hmm. So Chloe, actually, I just mentioned Greg Gessner. Um, as the man that owned Roxy, he is also the one that, uh, bred and owned Chloe. Um, so so he has a pretty good history of breeding, I guess. (laughs) Yes. Yes, he does. Yeah. And, and he works closely with Jesse. Jesse helps him, uh, or he has in the past. I don't know that if, how much he does anymore, but, um, helps plan, um, some of the breedings and bloodlines and so forth. But yes, he, he, Chloe was actually, um, out of, Maggie, which was a full sister to Roxy, the black mare that uh-huh. Stacy had the bridalist freestyle on. And Stacy actually owned Maggie in the past. Um, but then at the time, Greg owned her and had bred Chloe. And so that is how I had the connection also um, through Jesse and Greg um, with Chloe. And so I liked I liked the history that I knew about, you know, her her um, bloodlines and her um, her mother and her mother's sister. And so, yeah, that's how I got connected, connected with him. And I brought her home as a coming two-year-old back into the very beginning, January, 2019. Um, And so, you know, she just had very minimal handling, super green. Um, But that's, that's kind of where she came from. Well, that leads us into the listener questions perfectly. Wait, I have questions first. First of all, I'm very confused (laughs) because you're mentioning all of these very human names and Maggie and Chloe and uh, all I'm used to Western people. They name their horse Yella and Red, (laughs) Blackie, and you're given these proper lady names. (laughs) Uh. And also, I'm noticing a theme with a lot of these people are using mares for this job. Do you prefer (laughs) mares for this kind of job? Um, I, I personally do prefer mares. Um, just, you know, primarily they tend to they they can be more some people would say difficult as in you can you you have to um they, they're not quite as easy maybe sometimes as geldings as far as they're maybe a little more spicy maybe a little more opinionated maybe uh you can't you don't you don't force something with a mare you know but they tend to have they tend to have more grit a little more try a little more intensity um and for something like this where it is really high level athleticism and very physically demanding and, and, um, takes a lot of commitment from both the rider and the horse. Um, you can, it, it, you tend to ha- get a little more of that, the little extra factor, um, with a mare. Now that's my, that's my personal opinion. Um, but yeah. Well, it seems to work. So, <laughs> and then, so. Well, the next question I have is I went to your Facebook page 
What are you saying? You're dating a jumper, like a show jumper. <laughs> <laughs> she, <laughs> she is an eventer. So oh, yes, show better. jumping is one <laughs> one third of what she does in addition to the dressage and the cross country. How did that yes. happen? By the That's way, awesome. we got to <laughs> let's forget <laughs> Chloe. How did this come about? Oh, <laughs> uh, yep. Didn't see that coming. Um, <laughs> so actually, I have Jesse uh, and Stacy to credit for that too. Ironically, um, Jesse, Jesse, um, and Stacy have known her and her family for years. Um, and Jesse, you know, like I said, has been a really good friend of mine. And he, he, admittedly, I think, kind of enjoys uh, doing a bit of matchmaking. And so he was. He was dropping hints to me about her and dropping some subtle hints um, to her about me and just kind of just kind of um, planted that thought. And so that's kind of that's kind of how that got started. And and um, so, yeah, I asked her out. We decided to give it a whirl. And it's been it's been great ever since. So, yeah, very. So stop right there. Those are the two coolest English and Western sports there are. (laughs) This is. I want to. I'm going to ask you right now. I'm going to put you on the spot. You need to come back with her. We need to have a whole interview about that. We need yeah. to. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, she we would need love to that, talk I'm about sure. this. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm going to get mad. People, our listeners are going to get mad if I don't go back to Chloe. But we need to have you back about that for sure. What? By the <laughs> okay. way, give her a shout out. What's her name? Absolutely. Her name is Kaylee Van Winkle. All right. Cool. Well, hi, Kaylee. So, <laughs> listener, by the way, Kaylee, you're now coming on the show. So, <laughs> Jamie is an inventor. My wife is an inventor. So, oh, uh, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Okay. Super cool. <laughs> All right. So, let's go to the listener questions. Did you set out to train Chloe Bridalis, or was that something? This is a listener question, or is that something mm-hmm. she told you she wanted? Um, that's an interesting question. So I, that was certainly not my sole intention when I brought her home with me. Um, I, I do specialize in the Liberty work on the ground and I, I put a lot of time, um, into really building her foundation there. And then I just, I kind of had the idea to like, what if when I started her under saddle, what if I just started her bridalist just to see how the Liberty work carries over, um, rather than kind of vice versa. Often people have done more work on their saddle and then they come to me to, to try the Liberty training. Um, but I, I figured I would, you know, maybe spend a week or a couple of weeks with the bridalist if it went well, cause I didn't know how it was going to go um, from scratch like that. And then I f- was planning to transition to tack and, and move along and, and just kind of go from there. Um, but when I started, when I started her, it, she really surpassed my expectations. She's the first horse I had been able to start bridalist like that. Um, and the groundwork transferred over so well. Obviously, she had the trust and the connection in me and with me. Um, but then also the posture training and collection work that I do on the ground to teach my horses how to build their balance and and be stronger really carried over. And so she was a lot more confident. And all that to say, it went so well. I was having too much fun and was too curious about, well, okay, that's possible. What else is possible? And every time we reached another kind of milestone, I was like, well, but what if, what if we wait a little longer? And so here we are um, <laughs> almost three and a half years later, and I'm still saying what if, and I haven't let myself transition to riding with rings or any headgear. Why not? So I mean, it seems to be working and, for Chloe. And, and not to say, I don't want to make light of that and like, well, this has just all been easy. It is very challenging to take this path, but it's, it's been super rewarding. And I think it just, I think she's a great ambassador for showing people, you know, there's different ways of doing things. And sometimes what you think of it is impossible is only until somebody or some horse proves that it's not. Now you're using a neck rope in, the, in this particular, uh, mm-hmm. when you did this freestyle, is that mm-hmm. required now? Have they changed any of the rules since Stacy sort of upset the apple cart way back? Then? <laughs> <laughs> no, it is not required. Okay. It is not required. Um, that's something that, you know, for a lot of what I do with her, I could ride her with no neck rope in the beginning stages. It is very helpful in, in guiding and making things more clear for them. Um, but I, for the level of refinement that I'm, that I'm doing with her and for her age, you know, she's still, she's going to turn six this year, but she's still relatively young. Um, and certainly was when we were first showing in the freestyle, the neck rope just gives me an extra level of refinement, especially, 
especially when I'm asking her to put her body in different shapes um, and different forms of collection and posture. Um, I've just found it makes things, it makes things um, easier and less stressful for her because she doesn't have to think quite as hard and not have to have as many, as many cues in my seat and legs because I already have a lot of cues there. Well, I was just, gonna- you know what though, as yeah. an inventor, your girlfriend calls that necro. We call that something different. <laughs> to be polite, we call it an OSS. An oh, shoot, strap. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole different uh, reason for having it. It's a little different. Yeah. Oh, so that leads us into the next question from a listener, and this is what uh, she wrote. You have some really beautiful movements in this freestyle that you don't always see in reigning. Collected gates, uh, pirouettes, half passes. Half passes. Yeah, did these make it into the routine because of Chloe's strength in these areas, or did you come up with the movements and then train them um so i i do focus on the reining but i also focus really heavily on using dressage principles and movements in my training in general at home so that's a big part of her foundation um both with my liberty work on the ground and the ridden work and so essentially i i really enjoy i really enjoy the reining and i really enjoy the dressage and so um <clears throat> i combine them and I like to see how they complement each other, where they maybe start to overlap and can start to, you know, you have to be careful not to confuse your horse, but I really, I really enjoy um, combining the two. And so my goal was, was to, you know, um, in freestyle, we have, we have the Liberty to be a little more creative. And so it is, it is over time, it has become, you know, a strong, a strong suit of Chloe where she is, does some really, beautiful work with some of those dressage movements. And so I, I just decided to um, try to incorporate the two and, and, and build that in um, with the traditional reigning maneuvers. So the next question leads to the free, how do you do a freestyle? Can you explain the process of putting a freestyle together? Do you come up with the whole pattern first and then the music that fits or, you know, what's your process? Yeah, that's a great question. Cause it is quite a process to, to really choreograph a freestyle. I, I tend to find music that I really resonate with. I, I, I pay a lot of attention to the lyrics, the message of the song, um, the feel of the song, um, <clears throat> of course, the music, the speed of the music, um, because you want, you want to take into consideration that it matches the feel, the rhythm, the stride, um, and this kind of the personality and essence of the horse you're riding. Um, and so I find music that I really resonate with, and then... I choreograph my entire routine out um, to the music. And so it's, it does a lot of, a lot of planning and detail, but you also have to leave a little bit of room for <laughs> it rarely goes exactly as planned. And so you need to leave a little bit of room for, you know, you might have to improvise and you might have to have a plan B um, and how to have enough of a plan that you're confident in what you're doing, but also have enough flexibility that, you don't get totally thrown off if, if a little piece does not go quite according to plan. It's interesting because when we do our shows and have to put music beds together or bumpers or things like that, I find picking out the music is the hardest part of doing my job. It, yeah, you know, it is really challenging. Oh, I'll sit there for hours just to find one little clip that I need. Yeah, yep, exactly. You know, exactly. People don't realize that. They think, oh, you just like the song and that's why you put it in there. No, yeah, you, you, no. you're listening to clip after clip after clip to find yeah. one that fits. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You're spot on. Yeah. All right. So one more question from a listener. When practicing a freestyle, do you always practice it in whole or do you work on the parts and practice the whole routine occasionally? <clears throat> that is also a really good question. I very, very rarely will actually run through an entire routine at home. Um, so I, I want to do it to know that we can do it. Um, but I, much more frequently will practice pieces of it. So I choreograph the whole thing in my head. And part of the way I do that is by practicing the different pieces because the timing is very important um, of what maneuver happens when, but I then will rarely run through the whole routine. Two reasons for that are one, your horse can totally learn the routine and start to anticipate. Um, and that can, that can cause problems if they start offering things too soon. Um, but also you know, from a, from a, you know, I, I'm a trainer and I'm a showman. So if the showman puts it all together and shows the routine, but the trainer in me is, is always trying to keep in mind my horses, um, mental well-being, their emotional well-being, their, their understanding of the maneuvers physically. And so, 
if I just make, if I'm dead set on running through the whole routine, I might get halfway through the routine and find something that I feel like I really need to stop the routine and, and help her um, better understand the maneuver versus just blowing through it. Or I might get part through the routine and find something that she really, really did well. And I want to emphasize that her and stop and give her a break or do something to let her know. I appreciate that rather than just moving all the way through and, and not making that, you know, kind of a, um, important moment in her mind. So I spend much more time doing little pieces, maybe a minute of the routine here, a minute of the routine here, a couple minutes here. Um, but rarely going all the way through the whole thing. Well, that makes a lot of sense. It really does. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going to post a video. We'll post a video if you haven't seen it in the show notes. Now, I looked, and you only have about 9 million more views to catch uh, Stacy's video from that time. <laughs> so you're on your way. You're, you're well on your way to catch up with Stacy's video. Just Oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. Where, what's your website? Uh, GingrichHorsemanship.com. GingrichHorsemanship.com. And you're in Ohio, yes. right? Yes. Yep. Right here in Ohio. All right. So I'm going to have Jennifer contact you again to put the next interview together. All right. Uh, okay, and you tell her she doesn't like have a, a choice. She's coming on the show. Right. <laughs> okay. I will do that. All right. We'll thanks. look forward to that. Thank you. I appreciate you yeah. having me on. All right. Thanks, Luke. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. Oh, that was so interesting, actually. He was well, there's, so well-spoken. There's so many different facets of, of finding interest. I was like, okay, these horses are cool. Oh, my gosh, it looks like a very dream horse. Oh, my gosh, like, he's the cutest thing ever, and he's dating the <laughs> cutest girl ever, and she's an inventor? Like, yeah, yes. And you know, if they get married someday, who the best man and maid of honor are going to be. So uh, I think Stacy and Jesse are going to be taking that job. <clears throat> I was thinking they're horses, so... <laughs> That's very cool. That's I love how in all the we've been doing this show for so long that you know that the cycles that have happened in the show having Stacy on all those years ago when her video went viral and now somebody that watched those probably as as a teenager or a kid and now having him on. I just love that that we've been around so long doing this that we're seeing the cycle. So that's very cool. Well, coming up next, we have we issued a challenge I don't, I don't remember when exactly we did this. It was a couple of weeks ago, I think. For some reason, we were talking about drinks, and I said, hey, look, Scooter needs his own cocktail. He's such a personality. We need to have a cocktail that's designed specifically for my hackney pony, and a hackney pony with a big personality. And... One of our auditors came through as we, you know, we have the best listeners in the world. And now, you know, I mean, she was designing a drink and apparently went through many iterations. So I don't think they suffered uh, in this, unless some of them are really bad. But let's find out. Let's call Kelly and find out the recipe for the Kinky Pony. Well, hi, Kelly. Thanks for being on this morning. Good morning, Jamie and Glenn. Thank you for having me on the show. You know, Jamie and I throw things out on this show, and then two days later, we don't, well, in Jamie's case, 10 minutes later, we don't even remember we talked about it. Um, and then it surprises <laughs> us when somebody posts about it, and we get all these posts about things we talk about in the show that for us are just throwaway things. You know, we mention them in passing, and then you guys just talk about them forever in the auditor room, and we're like, we're we're always surprised at what resonates. And I apparently at some point here recently said we need Scooter to have his own drink, his own cocktail. And you and your husband took this to task, didn't you? Yes, we did. Very seriously. <laughs> apparently. So you wrote that you tried many combinations of this cocktail. So how drunk were you by the time you figured this out? <laughs> well, my husband on this case. No, actually, I did a uh, reason why the drink recipe was in parts was because I microed it. I turned it into where we tested it using tablespoons so that we wouldn't end up on the floor every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so how many attempts and how many weekends has this taken? Uh, this has taken two weekends and, well, actually two and a half weekends. And we have 17 different recipe oh renditions God. we've tried. <laughs> oh my God. You two need a life. We need to get you something to do. Are you in some place where it's cold and snowy? No, actually, it was California rain. So, of course, we hide from that. But no, really, we just like to overtask ourselves. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. 
Well, and then you came up, and I'm going to have you give the recipe here in a second, but you came up with this, and I just have to say, oh my God, this is a <laughs> wicked drink. It is wicked, but it's very, very tasty, so you wouldn't know it until it hits you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, in about two minutes. It's a perfect pony drink. Right in the face. It's like a pony drink, exactly. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Tell us the recipe for the kinky pony. So the recipe is in parts, so you can almost make it as big or small as you want, but it ends up if you use a shot glass in a highball glass. And so you need four parts sparkling wine or champagne, two parts kinky pink, which is a liqueur that I had never heard of until I went to BevMo and looked in the mini bottle section. And when I saw it, I had to try to make a drink with it. (laughs) (laughs) So is it, what is it, a vodka or something? It's actually its own liqueur. It's a fruit-based liqueur that is mango, passion fruit, and I'm looking at the I just want to put that with the the champagne and you'd have a drink right there. Yes. It's very tasty. Uh, She took it a step further, Glenn. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, if you buy all the stuff for this drink, it's going to cost $85. So... Well, we had some, but yes, a lot of it. (laughs) And then it's one part Jack Daniels Tennessee apples. So not the standard whiskey, but the apple whiskey. Okay. And then one part brandy, one part Old Smoky Blackberry Moonshine, and two maraschino cherries. And they have to be the real kind of cherries, not the red artificial ones. (laughs) Weird little creations. Yeah, that are really not tasty. And so you would put the, and I, we prefer ice balls because we have a craft ice maker. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> so we put the ice ball in a glass and then you put your champagne with your two cherries and you have to make sure you get some of the, the juice on the spoon. And then you would put in a shaker all the other ingredients, shake them up, pour them together, and they're absolutely delicious. <laughs> wow, this is this is a serious drink. Um, you know, Scooter's a little bit of a redneck, and this kind of fits. Uh. Yeah, exactly. I showed my non-horsey husband pictures of Scooter, and he like he looks like a whiskey pony. I was like, yes, that's the first thing that came to my mind. Yeah, the moonshine is perfect. <laughs> we had to add that in for the Florida Everglade kind of area. <laughs> so, Jamie, does this look like something you would try? Um, yeah, and then I'll give myself a shot of insulin afterwards, but... <laughs> After I pick up myself up off the floor. <laughs> no, but I that kinky pink looks great. I want to try that. And uh, I've never had the apple Jack Daniels. I'm not a, usually a Jack Daniels person, but like if it's... Well, in this like case, apples, it's only one part of 10 different alcohols. So you're going to be fine. You know? This is like the fancy version of the... Um, the well, what is it when they... The Long Island iced tea. Mm. This is like... Long Island yes. iced tea, but like, you know, bougie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he just seemed like a whiskey pony with some class. So <laughs> we, when you go, when you go to Pigeon Forge, as much as Jennifer and I have, you have to do the moonshine tastings. Um, and, you know, Oof. so we would do the moonshine and they're, they, you know, they give you a little, they give you more than you think that they would. Uh, and, but there's like 55 different flavors of moonshine now. Um, and let wow. me tell you, after one of those tastings, be about drinking one of these, I think, because you, you just you did you don't want to drive back. Um, but this is I want to try this. I'm gonna now. I don't have really, except for the champagne, any of these ingredients. So it really is going to cost me about a hundred dollars to do this drink. But you can make actually. A the lot great going. thing is you can go to Bevmo and get the little mini bottles. They had it for everything. It's really? basically one mini bottle for each of the items. Yeah, and then the only thing is you need two bottles of the kinky pink and then you're pretty much good to go i want to try the kinky pink with the champagne just those two together it's really good yeah (laughs) they also have a kinky vodka with some club soda Mm. yeah they also have a kinky blue a kinky green a kinky fruit punch they had a bunch of them i'd never even heard of this line before but it's a really nice discovery (laughs) we don't recommend uh over indulging either i just have to say that for my disclaimer for the bosses um but <laughs> this, and this is would gr- be a fantastic cruise drink. Oh, yes, it would. 
we should I should just send this ahead for the next horse lovers cruise and say we want the bars to have all these ingredients. Yes. For us. We need we need to bring, 100%. Or I need to mix it up ahead of time and bring it in a, like a gallon jug. <laughs> <laughs> Your own Florida jungle juice. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they'll notice that me bringing a gallon of this on board. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Well, we certainly appreciate your dedication to this mission. Um, Absolutely. I, I, and I can't wait to try it. I am going to try this, you know, and I'm going to make sure Scooter tries a little bit, too. You know what? The little bugger would probably drink it. <laughs> <laughs> he probably, probably like would it. drink it. You'll be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kelly. We really appreciate it. I'm going to post. Oh, and then I'm going to post a picture of it, too. I have the picture. I have to. I have to uh, make sure that gets into the show notes because you went the extra step and actually made a cookie to put on top as a garnish. So, uh. <laughs> I was trying to go for Hobby Lobby or Michaels and see if they had some of those diorama components that I could just use as a garnish, and they didn't. So I tried the I cookie mean, route. <laughs> you really understood the assignment, but I think my favorite part is that your non-horse husband, husband, um, he really got invested. He's like finally a project to do with horses I can get behind. Yeah. Yes, 100%. He loved trying all of the different... He's now a huge fan of the apple whiskey, and he was not really... He's a whiskey person, but not a flavored whiskey person. He goes, oh, this stuff is dangerous. He's like, I like it. <laughs> yeah, you got to remind him that um, the cool thing about wi- flavored whiskey, like, like the cinnamon one or the probably this Tennessee apple is the great thing about it is it tastes the same way coming back up. That's what's really <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> good good morning. <laughs> On that note, thank you, Kelly. I mean I don't thank know you guys about so that. I'm just I'm just speculating. <laughs> Fireball. All right, we'll see you. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye. We'll put the recipe in the show notes too, everybody. So you can find the recipe there right in the show notes. We have the best listeners. We really do. (laughs) We really really do. Well, you know what? Life's too short for heavy tack. At half the weight of traditional leather saddle, tacking up is simply a breeze with any Wintech light saddle. It's one of the reasons that Jamie loves her Wintech light so much, and Jennifer too. She was using it the other day. You'll feel secure in this super soft and grippy seat of the Wintech light all-purpose deluxe saddle while your horse enjoys the super soft panels that mold in and around. Their muscles. For a little fun and some personality, add some personality to your Wintech Light with a range of changeable gull- cantles. Why do I say gullets? You can change the gullets too, by the way. Yeah, uh, you change, change all of them. Yeah, you can basically change everything. Uh, changeable cantles that can be swapped out to suit your mood. Find out why Wintech Light All Purpose Deluxe Saddle is Jamie's favorite at wintech saddles.com, wintech saddles.com, and you'll find a list of retailers there. Also, keep in mind you can win a Wintech Light uh, Saddle or any Wintech Saddle of your choice by going to horseradionetwork.com, clicking on the saddle banner at the top of the page. There's been a lot of people signing up. It's just free and easy. You can sing a song this time like we did at Christmas. You just go sign up, and we're going to choose a winner when we do our shows over at Equine Affair in Ohio in April. So you have until April. It's one entry per email. So go sign up now, wintech-saddles.com. And to sign up, go to horseradionetwork.com. Now it's time for some really bad ads. You, you up for this? You can. You have enough voice left? Let's do it. Pay it. I say, pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a lazy fair. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. That's right. It is time for really bad ads. That time of the week when listeners submit ads from Craigslist or Facebook or someplace, and we just have a little bit of fun with them. And one of the cool things about that is thanks to Horse Lovers, that's horseloverswithaz.com, and EcoGold, we have some tremendous prizes this month that we're going to give away on next week's show. So you have one more week to get entries in for this batch of prizes. And we have over $600 in prizes. Horselovers.com is your home to over $120,000 
thousand different horsey items for the rider, for the barn, for the horse, just for everything that's related to a horse. Go to horseloverswithaz.com. I think they're one of our longest sponsors now. Do you want me to do all of these to save your voice? or you, I'll you, do the first one okay. here, the, the Eco Gold pad if you don't have one of these and you don't win it then you should just go buy one a gentle soothing relief for the sensitive horse developed for a barn fire survivor eco gold's comatech saddle pad is lined with medical grade fleece the soft layer reduces friction and pressure points it also dissipates moisture to alleviate discomfort and prevent irritation and it's shimmable for the perfect fit and the winner can pick english or western in whatever color you want Valued at $215. Then Oak Equestrian Range Boots and Oak Socks. That's a combo pack. Valued at $87. And of course, uh, that's rugged footwear that is designed to handle whatever barn life throws your way. These boots will stand up to whatever your day entails while keeping your feet dry, comfortable, and supported. And you also get a pair of their terrific socks as well. And then the third thing that we're giving away is a $339 value. We have a big prizes this month. And that's the Rhino Hex Stop Turnout. Now, you've heard us talking about it the last couple of weeks, so I'm not going to read all the big words. It's a Dark th- Enterprises <laughs> created this. <laughs> yes. It's a thousand in the air, uh, outer shell. This is just a really nice... It's Rhino. It's a really nice blanket. It has the sure-fit neck design with V-front closures, all the stuff, detachable liner, the whole thing. You all know about Rhino, and the Hex Stop is one of their top lines, and they're giving it to us to give away for 300 and $40 value, you pick your size. All right, let's get to some really bad ads. Now, we had a lot that we couldn't get to this week. However, all of these people are entered. And we had Savannah, Debbie, Holly, Lindsay, Kaylin, Heather, and Kara. You've all been entered, but we just don't have time to get to all the ads. The first one was sent to us by Gwyneth. And it is a beautiful four-year-old horse for 45 45- it looks like a Craigslist ad. Yeah, it's yeah, it looks very Craigslisty. Uh, beautiful four-year-old horse, forty-five hundred dollars, and then it's in Six Mile, which I have no idea where that is. I have a four-year-old buckskin, fourteen-hand gelding. He is absolutely beautiful. However, I need something for my kids to ride. He does have some buck in him. I will consider trading for an older horse or pony that is suitable for a child. Email me for more details. Once again, I would like to trade my nasty bucking horse for your perfect pony. Let Uh me know. And I will do it today. Also, like, at what point did this person, like, I got this horse for my kids and it's bucking all my kids off. It's four years old. Yeah, none of that goes together. And the bargain price of $4,500 for this bucking. What a deal. For this bucking beautiful four-year-old horse. Um, And this one, this next one that Hannah said, uh, it seems similar, but this one you kind of have to read between the lines. Uh, This is from Arizona Horses and Everything Equine. There's a Facebook page for everything. everything. (laughs) Rehoming this beautiful male horse, saddle trained, black with a white dot on his forehead, four years old, no papers. Mom and dad are on site, not for the inexperienced (laughs) owners. This, this is like free. <laughs> somebody who's not horsey wrote this ad. Like it's a male horse with a white dot on its head. And the mom and dad are here. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say when you're looking at the dad, geld that. Shh. Stop breeding. Stop now, it. I don't know a lot about Western saddles, but this is a picture of the horse from the side with a big old That's Western saddle. That's a Mexican saddle. saddle. Is it? That's, yeah. Okay, so the bucking strap that goes around the back of the saddle and underneath, are they really supposed to be yanked as tight as that? Could that explain the badness of this horse? I think there's, it's hard to tell in the picture, but I think there's like, there's a second girth, but it's way too far yeah, forward. Some, I don't understand. There's just yeah. something going wrong with that uh, harness I don't, or saddle. I don't Again, know. Again, non-horse people buying a beautiful saddle <laughs> and putting it on wrong would not be weird. <laughs> and probably would cause some bucking. Yeah. Uh, Marie sent this one in. It's very fuzzy. Let me see if I can read it. EZD's Falcon Rowdy Descendants. Oh, here we go with the names. EZD's Falcon. That's a Facebook page? or Rowdy Descendants. Yeah. I is it? That's a Facebook page. Oh, wow. So Falcon Rowdy must be popular. Eight-year-old mare looking for a new pasture. Rowdy bred, 
Moon by Rebels Gone Father and Standard Mother Trotter. What? What'd you call me? Moon by Rebels Gold Father and Standard Mother Trotter. <laughs> Don't you call me a Mother Trotter. <laughs> that sound like a swear word. <laughs> <laughs> you watch your mouth. I'm going to skip to the it's a next Standard one. Mother Trotter. <laughs> you Mother Trotter. <laughs> we need to make that our new swear word on the show. We can't say the real ones. We'll just use Mother Trotter. I'm going to write that down right now because Mother Trotter. We need to make up a list of our own swear words that we're allowed to say that Apple won't pick up. <laughs> Mother Trotter. All right. Um, this oh, is, I uh, see an auditor Facebook post coming this weekend. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We need y'all to collect our cuss words. Um, horse. This is a Facebook post. The title is Horse, and it's $1,800 in Marshall. Five. Is not broke at this point, but is wor- worming, W-O-R-M-I-N-G, worming up to people. Now, a photo <laughs> is of a beautiful gray horse with a Western saddle on and a bridle and everything and is tied to a trailer. And this thing looks anything but warm. Do you <sighs> see his mouth? He's pissed. He's, He's like so ready to, mad. to bite somebody's head off. I mean, five is not broke at this. Is his name five or is he five? Five is not broke at this point, but is warming up to people. He looks mad. He's really pissed. <laughs> if you want that mad uh, gray beautiful horse, it's only eighteen hundred dollars. And I actually do. So move on. Where's okay. Marshall? <laughs> That's a good question. I have no idea. Taylor sent the next one in. Oh, it's our trailer of the week. We know, I don't think in 12 years we've missed a trailer of the week. Uh, Two-horse trailer, $1,000 in Winchester. And there's a lot of pictures. That's what makes this unusual for this two-horse trailer. It's your typical round-fronted two-horse trailer like we always see. And um, this one, though, they weed-whacked around it, which makes it exceptional. We can see the tires, and they appear to have air. So that's exceptional, too. Now, the rest of it looks like it was put together by a committee. Uh, it looks like <laughs> it looks like some of the parts fell off and they got parts from other trailers and they tried to hand paint it to make it all look alike. Uh, maybe 25, 30 years ago they did that, by the way. But it does have a hitch that worked. There's a lot of things going for this trailer that we haven't had in the past. Let's see what they say. This two-horse trailer may look like something from Mad Max. However, it will get your livestock from point A to point B just the same as a $10,000 horse trailer. I probably different. <laughs> yeah, no. Put the extra money in your pocket and hide this away behind your barn. <laughs> well, at least they know what they have. Uh, pulls great and the tires are in good shape. Well, there you go. They were honest. Somebody's going to buy this. I mean, and it's only $1,000. You just take that. You put that extra money in your pocket. This is Kentucky, Glenn. This is Winchester, Kentucky. Uh, you just put that extra money in your pocket. That is so country to say that. You put that extra money in your pocket, and you just had to wait. Uh, spray barn. paint. This will look like new. Mm-hmm. Take it, it home with you nice. today for $1,000. The next one comes from uh, a listener, Lucy. And Lucy is actually an American living in France. So apparently in France, they have really bad ads as well. Um, now, this really bad ad... Uh, you don't see the first part because the first part's pretty normal, just selling a horse. Now, the second half is um, of them describing the maintenance for this horse. Okay. Maintenance. Don't usually see that. <laughs> no, no, they, they don't usually tell you what the maintenance is going to be, but it seems to be an off the track thoroughbred that is for sale. And this is the maintenance that this person thinks this horse requires. Maintenance. Full set of shoes. Up to date on vaccines, worming, and dental. Requires hawk injections for joint longevity due to age and racing history. Four years, 17 starts. Been approximately every six months. Has been done in April 22 and November 2022. Requires spinal injections in two vertebral (laughs) spaces in the lumbar spine to relieve ligament tightness approximately every six months. Has been done in April 2022 and November 2022. Ligament tightness has seen improvement per x-ray taken to administer injections. (laughs) Not keeping up on maintenance injections will cause irritation and pain, leading to bucking under saddle 
which has happened prior to beginning injections. I want this horse. Wow, this sounds so <laughs> Sounds fun. like your kind of horse. About $4,000 every vet visit. <laughs> every vet visit. You know what? It's fine. It's fine. They did all the legwork. This poor horse is being jabbed with needles all the time. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Well, they were honest. There's they were that. Honest. We gotta give them that. Yeah, <laughs> this horse will buck you off if you do not spend four thousand dollars every vet visit. <laughs> and apparently, it needs X-rays every spinal injection too. Well, there's another thousand dollars. <laughs> Oh my God! This next one is fantastic. This is from Sheet Eventers Unite. Uh, Sheet Eventers, I Sheet. like to say. Oh, okay. Uh, free to good home border collie, not house trains, not house trained. Shite with children, and quite frankly, a little vicious. Blank. And what's it a picture of? Oh my God! It's a badger. <laughs> it looks like a border collie. <laughs> I never thought about that. Border collies look like badgers. I love that page. If you're not on Shite Adventures Unite, it's number three because it keeps getting canceled by Facebook. It's Does really it really? Fun. Yes. Because of the swearing? They, uh, no, because I think this last one, it was, um, I can't, it, it, the version of Chaps. Oh, which has yes. a different name. Yes. You can't say that word Which we anymore. discussed the other day, and that is a legitimate name for chaps. And but. there was another word that horse people use. Uh, I can't remember what it was that caused it, but... I see um, another yeah. post coming in the other room. Exactly. <laughs> no, don't. Don't post don't that do one. It, That'll get we'll us get, shut down. Yeah, so, we'll don't. get canceled. <laughs> so, yeah, certain words that are horse people words that get posted and then they get flagged by Facebook. And I can try to remember well, that. And they're more it. common in other countries. And that is a, that is a very international page. I mean, yeah, yeah. I can it see is. how they got shut down. It is. Uh, um, Sandra sent in the next one, Sandy looking, this looks, I don't know what this is. Looking for semi boring horse for older rider with zero ambition. <laughs> Was this about me? <laughs> Does not need a competition resume or great potential for anything. <laughs> Gelding, 6 to 13, 15, 3 and up, not looking for big. Comfy gates, not downhill. Walk track, canter circles in the ring. Extra points if it can canter and turn. <laughs> trail ride <That> without <laughs> Trail ride without hysteria. No special talents or breeding required, mostly buying the brain. But of course, attractive is always a plus. <laughs> no soundness issues. Now you're getting piggy. Yeah, now you're not getting the horse above, is she? <laughs> no. Budget high fours, but could be seduced into low fives if horse actually knows something that I find useful. <laughs> I'll just write this about herself. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we always have a theme every week. This week, it's honest ads. Very, very honest very ads. Honest. Well, let's see how honest Elliot's is. And the, he he wrote, this ad's creepy. Okay, so let's see what it says. Uh, this is in Stevensville. I don't know where that is either. Need help on my horse ranch. I have a beautiful horse ranch. I occasionally need to be gone with my work. I need someone who understands animals. I prefer a woman for training. Prefer a woman for training. Nothing personal. <laughs> I'm glad you clarified that. I have a huge, beautiful living quarters horse trailer that I don't use if you need a place to live. Remember when we were writing our um ad, our books last week about romance novels? Yes. Oh man, I'm just I'm really I'm hearing deliverance music is what I'm hearing at the bottom I'm of the hearing, river. I'm hearing hearing I'm, I'm gonna play this out. Okay, you be the no, you can't do it because it'd be creepy. Um, so <laughs> man, I just have so much work to do. I just need somebody to be in here and take care of my farm when I'm gone. Hi, I'm looking for a job, a place to live, and I love animals. Well, ma'am, uh, let's uh, head to the barn and I'll show you around. Okay, that sounds good. Oops, my shirt fell off. <laughs> you don't mind, do you? It's awful hot. No, I don't mind. And my shirt fell off too. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow, you have rock hard abs. <laughs> <laughs> Oops! I dropped my pants. 
Why don't we write our own book? We really need to write our oh. own romance novel. Oh. oh, oh my gosh! It's I'm so muddy. I need to get out of these muddy clothes. Well, I stepped in the same mud you did, ma'am. Let me go ahead and take my muddy clothes off, too. You know what? <laughs> Children are listening. Let's move on. But you see where we're going with yeah, this. I think we're going to call that the last ad of the day. <laughs> <laughs> We've already gone long in this episode. Oops. Oh, my. All right. So, so that's it for today. <laughs> so muddy. <laughs> we hope you all have a great weekend reading those romance novels. Um, and I'm, I swear, there's so many ways we've come up with that we could have made extra money doing this show. But the problem we've got is we're both too lazy to do anything extra. So, well, the, you know what? Uh, we only have one more ad, and it's so good. And it was sent in by so many people. I feel like I need to read it. All right. You want to read it? You want me to do it? Yeah. You got it? Uh, so, Bethany, Amy, Kaylin, Katie, Janelle, and Alex all sent this. And many people sent this to me the title of the ad is when jesus don't take the wheel and lets you drive um this is a, a craigslist ad for a philip dutton wise air jump saddle 17 medium all right here's the ad. this is a, oh this is on english tech trader on facebook a saddle so gorgeous you look great in it and even better out of it uh, see picture number one. When you, while you think this saddle may have castrated me on the descent seen in that first photo, listen close. This saddle reached out like the hands of God himself and held me. It wiped my tears away and gently whispered, use more leg, dumbass. <laughs> this Saddle has heard my darkest secrets and witnessed my most embarrassing moments. Or maybe that's my Facebook timeline. I don't know. Anyway, uh, this sing this saddle single-handedly cured my depression, still working on my anxiety, and made me feel great. It made me feel like I was finally something other than the family disappointment. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I am still the family disappointment. But it made me feel like I wasn't. Stamped to 17.5, but measure 17. This saddle will have you joyfully singing like a Disney princess around wild animals. Or like me after three $1 margaritas at Applebee's. Do they do dollar margaritas at Applebee's? Yeah, 1972. Okay. The gullets are interchangeable, just like my ex's personalities, with a medium is currently installed. This saddle comes with the used, like new composite stirrups pictures uh, and a 48-inch prestige Michael Roberts stud girth. I just love that. Stud girth. This gorgeous, high-quality saddle deserves to have someone look at it the way my ex looked at other women. <laughs> Fifteen hundred bucks. I want to buy it. I don't even need it. I want it. Now the picture was of a, a girl going over a jump, and it wasn't going well. She was mostly way out of the saddle, about two feet above the saddle. So, behind it. Yeah. My feet still in the stirrups. Well, oh yeah, they are, aren't they? Do you think she gave up riding altogether and that's why she's selling the saddle? I don't know, but God bless her. <laughs> I, 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 that's the kind of person I'd be friends with. <laughs> We're not going to do a post show today. Thank you, everybody, for your ads. We really appreciate it. We'll give away the prizes next week. So you have one week to get your ads into Jennifer at HorseRadioNetwork.com. No post show today. Jamie's voice is going and we've been and a little I'm going long. to Guthrie to pick up Functionally Guthrie? Sick. I'm going to Guthrie. Pick me up some new thoroughbreds. So y'all just keep an eye out That's for it. that. You can find them on my Facebook page, Flyover Farm Jamie Jennings, Certified Monty Roberts Instructor. We've had a good week for adoptions. Two mares adopted. And uh, so they go quick. So if you want to see what I'm going to get. Oh, by the way, Glenn, oh. I have to let you know yes. what else I am doing on the way to Guthrie. What else are you doing? Let me uh, Let me look it up here. Find the, get the get the proper name of the place. Must be something that uh, I'm going to find revolting mm. or exciting. Guess where I'm going to Oklahoma City. It's on Western Avenue. I'm going myself to Rudy's Pet Shop and Feed Store. You know why? 
<laughs> Another parakeet? Because they sell damn parakeets, <laughs> and I gotta get a parakeet. Guess what? Chad went on a trip, and to keep the uh, thing alive, I, I need to have to a new animal the, by the time uh, he gets home. The argument and the anger alive. alive. <laughs> Traditions need to stay alive. So yes, you're gonna pay a I lot am... more for this parakeet than you did at the ones at the auction. You know what? Apparently, they do a military discount. Oh, good. <laughs> good. It'll only be $100 instead of $150. I've got to get another dang parakeet. This one downstairs is so depressed. I can't watch. Winter How do you needs know a friend. it's depressed? It doesn't even chirp or anything. I don't know. I told I you know. to wait a week or two to see if it dies. I told Lucas that, and he was like, but mom, it's been a week, and he hasn't died yet. <laughs> So he's going to die. If he, he doesn't have an have answer for everything. Hey, can we do one more thing before we go? Oh, this is going to be the never ending show. You posted pictures of Lucas this morning and I just cracked. Oh up. my God. My Tell kid, us about I that. almost kicked him out of the car. I was like, if I'd I slow down laughing. and just kick him out of the car, it'll be fine. So yeah, it's um, flashback Friday. And so I'm like, what the hell do I have to put on this kid? So that means you dress up like old times? Is that what that means? You can dress up from any decade or whatever you want. I don't have, I'm not going to put my kid in a flapper dress. So I'm like, we can dress in the 90s. I have a king's costume I can send over. (laughs) Jeans, flannel. I've got my old letter jacket. And I I was so excited. I found this hat um, because I said, What was your letter jacket from? Which... I lettered in soccer and fast pitch softball and basketball. I was a total job. I don't think I knew that. I just thought you were the horse girl that didn't do anything. Uh, my parents made me play sports to keep my horse. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was like, if you could gave you no time to ride your horse. <laughs> uh, no, I did. I just, I just, that's what I did. I would go to practice every day after school and then go to the barn. Yeah, it sucked. I mean... All right, so so what'd you outfit him in again for 90s? I put him in in a a Smokey the Bear shirt, um, a flannel that I currently wear, actually. um, And he wore my letter jacket and he was wearing jeans and like some high tops. And then the hat was awesome because I was like, Lucas, who's mama's favorite band from high school? And driving and crying. Exactly. And so I pulled up my driving and crying hat. Put that on his head, and I, I know none of you know who Driving Crying is. None of his were, friends are going to know. <laughs> no, you had to live in, in Georgia in the 90s, okay? That and they're going to be asking him, why do you have that hat? <laughs> because the, their main song was Straight to Hell, and so that's my ringtone. And You're so going to get says, a call from the principal today. <laughs> yeah, the, the hat says Driving and Crying, Straight to Hell. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I sent him off with that, and um, we're in the car, and he's... Um, and, the, and I just got this letter jacket back. My brother like mailed it to me like I really wanted it, but this is perfect. So he's wearing it and he's sitting in my letter jacket on the way to school. And he's like, mom, this jacket is itchy. Oh, yeah, I know. You know, the polyester collar, you know. Yeah, but I got that jacket in 1995. And he just looks at me and he goes, did they like itchy clothes in the 1900s? <laughs> I was like, tuck and roll, man. <laughs> I'm throwing you out of this car. In the 1900s. That is what, that's the time I grew up to my son. <laughs> if you think about it, though, those old clothes, a lot of them we wore were itchy as hell. <laughs> and those jackets were car, really itchy. I, I can't argue with them. <laughs> those jackets, for some reason, I think they made them as itchy as possible. I don't know why. <sighs> That, was, oh that made my day. <laughs> All right. Now we're really going, people. Bye. Spay, neuter, geld. We'll see y'all. Eighteen hundreds. <laughs> like a kid know. to make you feel old. Uh-huh. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs>